People, listen up. It's a fucking lockdown right now. Come off it. We're not in a prison drama, are we? We are in a prison drama. This is the fucking Shawshank Redemption, right? But with more tunneling through shit, no fucking redemption. Screw you guys. I'm going home. Sheriff, this is no time to panic. This is the perfect time to panic. It's not the end of the world. I ain't going with you. I'll go with Childs. Hey, fuck you, Palmer! I'm going with you! Who says I want you going with me? All right, cut the bullshit! Because the whole world gone crazy! Hey! Everybody calm the fuck down. Hello and welcome to another episode of Holmes Movies Recommends. My name is Anders Holmes of the Holmes Movies Podcast, and I am joined by my brother Adam over Skype in America. Hello. Still keeping in there? Keeping in there. Hanging in there? Yeah. Um, I don't know what keeping in there was. Sorry, I meant, I meant hanging yeah, in there. Yeah, we're hanging in there. Don't you worry about us. Um, everything, nothing to see here. Um, just... It's a regular day in America. Um, yeah. Yes, uh, it's um, what a time to be alive. What? How are you? I'm good. Yeah, it, everything here is sort of opening up. I don't want to hear about how well it's going there, and I don't want to hear about you going to fucking restaurants either. Okay, so can it? Just say you're doing fine, and let's move on. I'm doing fine. Good. <laughs> I'm keeping social distance. Yeah, you better keep social distance or come near me. I'll fucking punch you in the face if we're going to that restaurant. How dare you post pictures on a re- from a restaurant on Instagram? I didn't know that. I nearly that... cried when I saw that. <laughs> I'm very sorry. I didn't mean to get that reaction out of me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at least... It, I mean, oh, wait, forget about it. Yeah, I... yeah, anyone who wants can follow my brother at showofftwat.instagram.com. Uh, <laughs> slash Instagram.com. Okay, look, if I get more abuse, then I'll just take the... The, the right, if you get you if you, if you get you want to get abuse um you want abuse to give us abuse you can email us um but we um it's the uh go fuck yourself at, at gmail.com um but um yeah what well, i'm you... here to recommend a film today yes and um we've been recommending films that we think people haven't seen um i think they generally go into two categories right it's films that are pretty obscure and then there's films that are quite well known Um, that people might not have seen, like Ran or Barbarella. And my film is going to be in that category, and it is the Magnificent... um, Seven? uh, What? Magnificent Seven? (laughs) Magnificent Seven, no. Uh, It is the uh, marvellous 1927 Sunrise, A Song of Two Humans, directed by F.W. Murnau, uh, Murnau, um, which, uh, and, and, you know, he, who was uh, who was brought over from Germany to do um, this Hollywood movie, and you know brought his German crew with him, and it stars um, George O'Brien and Janet Gaynor, and it is an absolutely gorgeous, wonderful, um, perfect uh, uh, sort of uh, silent early Hollywood film. It's it's a, it's an absolute peak of of silent cinema in my opinion, mm. and it. I think it's it's great because it is that marriage of Hollywood and um, and German expressionism that um, it's the thing, you know it's the, it's the crossover movie we've all been waiting for, yeah. um, where G. W. Pabst 
unlocked its uh, Pandora's box and brought Louise Brooks over to the, you know, to add some American spice to his German film. Here it's Americans, production companies getting Germans to direct their film. And it is an, um, it's a really just brilliant, inventive, truly moving and poignant and well acted um, film, which, um, which has, you know, a number of, um, like the, the 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 set design is feels very German, um, yeah. and uh, you know some of the costuming too. But uh, so it has it really does feel like a co-production. Um, so this was after Nosferatu, right? Yeah, yeah, it must be. Yeah, um, and um, and Murnau just gives us this this really touching story of of a couple who, you know, the the film begins in this tiny village. Um, and the um, George O'Brien's character is being seduced by this woman from the city who convinces him to kill his wife. Um, he doesn't go through with it, and the film then has to be about how they become reconciled to the fact that he hasn't committed murder, essentially. Um, and it's just this incredibly sweet and evocative um, and poignant portrayal of this relationship. And Janet Gaynor is absolutely amazing, Um as his wife, and they they do end up going to the city. Um, the sequences there are, are, are astonishing. Some of the most, I guess, iconic and famous uh, sequences in silent cinema. There's a bit where they're walking together arm in arm in a through a street scene, and they um, imagine themselves in a forest glade, and then they ret- you return to that scene, and then obviously they've caused a massive traffic jam. Um, and um, yeah, the 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 loveliness of the performances are just. It it's it cannot be stated, and it's it's one of those moments where the, one of the reasons why it's so good is because it's a silent film, and that you have the dialogue is not heard, you know. So um, you just get a you just it's this almost sort of balletic portrayal of 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 love and sadness, and yeah, um, it is. Um, it's a, it's a one of a kind thing, and I really, really, uh, I cannot recommend it um, highly enough. I can't wait to watch it again. Um, yeah, I, I really want to watch it has, too. It also has a, a Danish person, Baldin Rossing, who was born in 1877, if you can believe it, uh, who plays their maid. Um, and um, yeah, she was. Um, I, I didn't know that that's who she was at the time when I watched it, but um, you know, it's it's sort of remarkable to think of you know when you watch these films just. You know the eras that these people come from, um, and um, you know, nice to see it. Nice to see a Danish connection in this uh, in this seminal film. But it was, I mean, I think um, I think it was very successful. Um, it, it may also have done. It won. It, yeah, uh, it, it, it won four, it won. three awards at the first Academy Awards in 1929. Yeah, fully deserved. Um, yeah, I mean, and, and the the cinematography, everything is just is completely perfect. Yeah. Um, it, it, it is. They did a lot of interesting. They they found a lot of interesting. They it, it's regarded as like a lot of like they, the cinematography is very groundbreaking of the time because they use a lot of tracking shots, don't do they, or something like that. There's a lot of. It's, lot I of don't sequences. know. I, I don't know enough about cinematography, but the, the, the camera movements are really wonderful. Some of the, the effects are really great. Um, the the things that are the the land sort of imaginary landscapes that Murnau and his team conjure are really yeah. um, compelling and visually arresting, and um, yeah, just the, this this the iconography of this film is just so 
brilliant. But I think it's it's not just, you know, sometimes you watch silent films and it's like, oh, we're watching a time capsule or you want to kind of watch the development of the genre. Like this film, I really think should be enjoyed on its own merits. I think this can stand alongside any film. And um, and but yes, there's no dialogue that you hear, but everything else is, um, you know, is completely on point. And the mm. um, it's beautifully preserved or it's been lovingly restored. Um, yeah, because there, so, there was a fire in 1937 and the sort of the the original 35 millimeter negative of the original american version was destroyed but then there was like a a new negative that was that was made out of the surviving print yeah that's i think yeah i didn't know about the fire but the um yeah it was it was a i think it was um it broke out in uh in the in 20th century fox at that point now it's called 20th century studios and then it was a store it was a storage facility in new jersey and it was it was caused by something it was the, the the sort of cause of the fire was a nitrate film fire which as you know if we if you've seen inglorious bastards it's it's very flammable yeah and i think that was um that was quite a famous fire because it wiped out quite a lot of other movies i mean it's it's a shame to think about when you look back on this era how many films we've actually lost but the ones many of the ones that are preserved uh, to this day are um yeah are really really worth seeing and um it's um it's 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 a tremendous um and and wonderful film and i think a real piece of film history too so Which should uh, be preserved for a very long time yeah and i think i think a lot of people get intimidated by the idea of watching a silent film i think this would be a great place to, for people to yeah. start because the plot is genuinely very compelling it's short uh at an hour and a half um it uh it really zips along and it's very cool like just so many of the creative uh decisions taken uh in the summer as it's very um visually and um just like they, they just feel very like yeah cool is the right like just there's something really great about them that it, it evokes kind of mm. the 20s in this is this really wonderful way um so like i guess if you if i was recommending for people to start with silent films i'd say maybe this one or or Nosferatu or Metropolis um, would be my choice. Yeah. But the, there's something about the Germans, they really get silent cinema. Yeah. Um, I, and, I love um, German expressionism. I think it's just, yeah. I mean, if you've, if you've, if anyone has seen any of like the, the universal monster movies, like they just f- fully embrace that style for those movies. And it's just, it's really, really fun. And cool. yeah. And obviously the influence on film noir and so on. So, yeah. Um, but I th- what I would also say to folks is that yeah, it might be that initially the the, the style change is a bit jarring, but you do t- your mind tunes into it right away. So do watch silent films. Um, don't think of it as some kind of highly sophisticated um, pursuit. You know, these films were made for mass consumption. There's no reason to think about them as more impenetrable or yeah. more. You know, you don't you don't have to pat yourself on the back and feel fancy if you watch a silent film. It's just it is a movie from before there was sound. That's really all there is to it. But that doesn't mean that they're not incredibly well made, and um, and yeah. this one really is. Um, uh, so uh, so sunrise, nineteen twenty seven, sunrise, a tale of two humans. Go and watch it. Uh, if I'm if if I if I may, I would like to sort of piggyback on that and also recommend another silent film which I saw last year, which I uh, during Scary Movie Month, which I also think is really good and also should be seen by many people, and also is uh, right rightfully preserved as well is. Uh, Rupert Julian's uh, film, The Phantom of the Opera, with the man of a thousand faces, Lon Chaney, starring in and it. Why did you fucking recommend that on a different podcast then? <laughs> All right, fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can recommend a tons of silent films. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, 
But have you seen, a, have don't you... watch The Phantom of the Opera. Watch Sunrise. This is my turn, and uh, don't listen to him. Um, he can bloody recommend that on his own time. Um, but um, yeah, Sunrise. Are there any Burn other out. Are there any other silent movies that you that you've seen? Because I've I've not seen that many. So, what's your like other favorite? Um, I've seen. Well, I mentioned Pandora's Box. That's uh, fantastic. There's The Phantom Carriage. Um, uh, which I can't remember who directed. Is it Victor Schuster directed that? I can't remember. That's a really, that's quite an early one. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Nosferatu, Metropolis. I haven't seen any. I haven't seen The Passion of Joan of Arc. Um, the Kid, the Charlie Chaplin yeah. film. The Kid. That's a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I mean, I can't think of any others right now. Oh, I've the the John Ford film, The Iron Horse. I watched that recently. That's that's a bit more of an undertaking. That's two and a half hours, and it's not. It's not as good as John Ford's later work. Let's put it that way. Fair enough. Um, um, but it's still very, you know, it's fun. You can watch yeah. it as a mini series. But yeah, I, I, obviously, I like many people. I wish I'd seen more silent movies. Um, they're, they're, they're a rich um, treasure that isn't delved into nearly often enough. Yeah, I wish it. Like, I mean, at film school, I think we did watch a few, or we maybe watched like clips of stuff. Particularly if we were looking at like cinematography or editing or anything like that. But I really wish like during more we had more screenings of silent films. I feel like if I wish people were a bit more open to seeing them because I think there is yeah. something to learn from them. Because I and also it's it's you know if you look at anything like Buster Keaton's or Charlie Chaplin's movies, there is something quite innovative in the way that they shot those movies. And oh, it's it's, it's very it's the, the innovation is amazing, and and the innovation actually is stifled by the development of sound because you can't do as much with the camera when you have to lock it away yeah. to disguise its noise. You know, when you're not worried about sound bleed on the set or whatever it's called, I don't know the technical terms, then camera you sound. can do lots of different things with the with the camera that you couldn't do before. So actually when sound comes along in the early 30s, films start to become a bit static again. Um, mm. But there's a, there's a magic to silent films, uh, especially uh, to a film like Sunrise that um, I think is... Um, is truly unique so um so yeah let's leave it there yeah. enjoy sunrise and if you want to watch other silent films do so um but um yeah you know uh do please watch this one because i fucking recommended it yeah um i think if you want to get a hold of sunrise I, eureka entertainment have it as part of their masters of cinemas series collection yeah so i you think can, it's pretty widely available yeah, to there's stream a few, as well there's a few other of Murnau's films that can be that are available including Nosferatu which is fantastic which is also part of Eureka's Masters of Cinema I wish you'd just talk about the film I'm recommending <laughs> mentioning other films what Sunrise we recommend one film a week and you keep throwing a million other and what are some of the other films people watch I want people to watch Sunrise I don't care about anything else yeah so yes do watch Sunrise not Danny Boyle's Sunrise but F.W. Murnau's Sunrise yeah please please get it right okay <laughs> I'll see you next time. Yeah, see you next time. Do check back to see what I will be recommending. Have a good day, everyone.